Well, I'm telling you, the rice is brown, okay? And you didn't tell me it had to be not fried rice, all right? He doesn't, he doesn't like his food fried. Well, I, look, you said brown rice, and I got you brown rice, okay? You, you should have next time just tell me you don't want fried as well. well welcome to the channel. I like fried rice. It's pretty good, actually. You know, thanks. <laughs> welcome to the Chairman Podcast, where I can't even have manufactured drama. Well, actually, I can have plenty of drama. We'll get to that later. I'm Spike. <laughs> I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. And we got a whole bunch of stuff for you today. So let's get right into it. Uh, Sam, you picked the order of this. So what's up? <clears throat> I did. Uh, very strategically. So, you know, so let's kind of remember back to when we were children and we all loved the Game Boy. Well, apparently a person has found 28 years later an accessory, an add-on to the Game Boy called the Work Boy that would have made our wonderful devices act like PDAs, personal something. Digital pers- assistants. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, Acronyms. Personal digital assistants. So it would have had things like an address book, a calculator, an appointment book, and more. And so a historian named, oh gosh, that's highlighting a lot, uh, Liam Robertson shared his quest to find it. And um, he talked to the original creators behind it to find out why it wasn't released. And he was actually to get one of the only prototypes in the world working. And so here is, let me see if I can zoom in a little bit more to this. Here's kind of what it would have looked like. It had a little keyboard that connected with the link cable and it had like 12 apps. All right. So I'm trying to look this up. Okay. So. I, I like huh. so one thing that pops out to me is like okay the the Game Boy was released in April of 1989 and now this requires a historian. Yes. So that's that's <laughs> sad. Well, they're a video game historian. I, I know it's just uh, I really wish they had a different name for that. Given you nope. know, historian is the only accurate the only word accurate. that we can uh, use to describe people <laughs> who look at video game history. You see, yeah, the, <laughs> the, main, the one thing that really comes to mind. <laughs> Is um like what's the play on those keys? Like you know, like when you if oh. you have an unsatisfying keyboard, it's you don't want to you don't want to use it, right? No. Yeah, it depends on yeah what those feel like. Unless you have a keyboard like this. <clears throat> yeah. So they've been trying for. They look like they feel like um, video game controller buttons, actually. Mm. Probably. Yeah, that's true. And really, they've been trying for like since the '80s to get what we have now on our phones. And so, I mean... Th- but we could have had it on our Game Boy. could have had it on our Game All we need is something the size of a Game Boy to plug into your Game Boy running on AA batteries. But I guess most 10-year-old boys didn't really need <laughs> address books and, <laughs> and f- contact lists like and I, stuff. Like some kid, little Timmy's like, listen, I need to schedule my day better. I never get my math homework <laughs> done on time. So it was uh, going to be an officially licensed accessory designed by Source Research and Development and produced by Fabtech in close collaboration with Nintendo. Okay, the way you said Fabtech, is a, it sounded like a P, and that just made me think of like all sorts of like anime stuff. Fabtech? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was originally trademarked January 1992 by Nintendo, made an appearance at CES 92, um, but then it kind of vanished. Um, so the historian Liam Robertson was able to track down Eddie Gill, who was the architect and 
So apparently it was going to be $79 to $89, which even now, I think that's expensive. Yeah, that's that back then though, that's a king's ransom. I need it. Do I still have my uh, uh given, converter open? Yeah, and given the amount of like accessories, especially like as like a the the net later generations of Game Boys came out, like I have no idea why this didn't come out. Like it like if you see all the crap that you could slap on to like game consoles, even especially the small ones like that, you'd think like no, there's no way this this shouldn't have come out. Like, there was a Game Gear accessory that turned your Game Gear into a little TV. Like, I almost had that. How much did we 89, 90 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, 79 to 89, which oh, he's converting. is um, comparable. Like, the actual Game Boy was $90. So you would have had to spend twice Double. as much to have both devices. And today's <clears throat> money, that would be $166. Ooh. I still think even $89. Yeah, $89 is, is, a is a bit much. I mean, dear Lord. And it's like, realistically, back then, we had pens and paper. I have no idea why you didn't... Well, I mean, I know why. But it's still... It's a, it looks cool, honestly. I can I can imagine that being in a movie. Like, Aren't there DJs who like used um, uh, Game Boys for, uh, to DJ? Do they? I've never heard of that. Uh, I think... Yeah, LSDJ. Luciano had one. <laughs> Yeah, that we was keep also, up Luciano and yeah, our, right? people don't know who the hell that is. That was also in Steven Universe, I think. They, 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 mm. they, they, that's where I learned about that. So yeah, you can do some cool things with the Game Boy uh, sound of, sound chip or whatever. Yes, you can. Ah oh, man. Anyway, man files lawsuit over Hawaiian oh. rolls not being made in Hawaii. You know, if you want to continue this disappointment right. uh, train of thought, so. I don't know why you would think that this. Th right. Like, why would you care? It's like you're sitting there like, OK, where you're going to like every cologne manufacturer. It's like, where was this made? Uh, I think it's made in Taiwan it's lawsuit. and It's not come from Cologne, Germany. Like <laughs> Duffel bags. They don't come from duffel. Um, I think it's like Denmark or something. So a New York state man filed a class action lawsuit against the, makers. the class. The makers of King's Hawaiian sweet rolls alleging the company misled him into believing the California manufactured sweet rolls are made in Hawaii. <laughs> Robert Galinsky of Yonkers. Put, put, oh, Yonkers. That sounds like a place where this kind of lawsuit would come from. Said in his lawsuit against King's Hawaiian, the packaging prominently features Hila Hawaii on the front, but the back reveals they're actually made in Torrance. Why wouldn't you just read? Why just why read you, the whole thing? Why if do you, you care? One day he was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to be a sheeple. I'm going to ask the hard <laughs> questions. <laughs> he's, he's got a root. He's got a beautiful. I've been mind. eating these for years, thinking it was just. I'm going to read the packaging for once in the he's got past a, ten years. I've been eating these. He's got a beautiful mind room, like drawing lines between stuff. So, like, he, but what he, California? I hate that state. <laughs> Here's the thing. He says the packaging led misled him into purchasing the product because he wanted so he specifically wanted to buy the rolls because they were made in Hawaii. You thought um, they were shipped literally by container by <laughs> to like from Hawaii? Okay. The King's Hawaiian website states the rolls were created by Robert Tyra or Tyra in the 50s when he opened Robert's Bakery in Hilo. The company was renamed to King's Bakery when it later expanded to Honolulu and the business efficiently, eventually, I can't speak, closed to Torrance. So they originated in Hawaii. 
Therefore, yeah, they just, are Hawaiian oh, rolls. Hawaiian rolls. It's like saying, like, it's like, does he go to, like, does he see sushi restaurants and go, like, no, sir. That is made here. No. <laughs> I mean, does he sit they're sitting there like, did Aunt Jemima make this batch that I'm about to buy, or, or what is it not? What's, what's so, going on? Like, in this universe, he just wants every, like, company that relocates to, like, change their whole entire branding and their whole entire look. Right. Apparently. It's like, now that... Uh, King's Hawaiian. We're going to call it King's Torrance, California <laughs> rolls. Yeah, that really rolls <laughs> off the tongue, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, these these are literally like the best dinner rolls that I've ever had in my entire life. Pretty oh, yeah, delicious. I love them. So, I got hooked on them recently. Yeah, before I stopped, uh, like I started to like try to eat better. Like I was eating those as part of my breakfast. Understandably, <laughs> they're sweet. So good. They're, they're fluffy and they... They they have a, a beautiful crumb, so when you peel them apart, they're just. Maybe this guy was just down on his luck, and he was like he was like trying to figure out a way to like hit yeah, hit it big. You this know? is his one in a million shot. That's going to be in his life he's story. Like, oh, fuck, I didn't invest in Bitcoin early I enough. Get, I didn't get Bitcoin. <laughs> so maybe if I sued King's Hawaiian <laughs> for false advertising, he's looking at everything that was like from different like parts of the world. Yep. He's like New York pizza. Oh, from New York, um, 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 what's this Italian roll? Oh, it's from Italy. Oh, and the, oh. he, sh- what about Italian sausage, man? Right, it's like, if it's not made in Italia, you're, you're out of luck. <laughs> well, my, my, I'm trying to finally f- found this Hawaiian. He looked at the front, Hawaiian, yes. Oh, <laughs> Torrance, Hawaiian Torrance, yes. I have, I, I have, have a lawsuit a, and really class my, action. My, I, I hate this guy. Yeah, my question is. It's a class action lawsuit. Is the class just? It's supposed to be on a for a group of people, not just for is he, who have been slighted. Who have been slighted. So is he just? T- he's like, listen, I will. You don't even need to give me money, everyone. I <laughs> will write this wrong. <laughs> so everyone who's, we all get an email it's like, our uh, what is it? Our database shows that you've purchased King Hawaiian Roll in the past twenty years. You may be <laughs> eligible to receive one of those <laughs> money. <laughs> he, he, he puts it on Facebook too. Oh he's, like, he's like, you've been all led to believe that these wine rolls you've been eating were from the great, wonderful land of Hawaii. Uh, oh, actually it, it's actually Hawaii. 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 But the truth is that they're actually from Torrance, California. I'd be willing to bet money this guy is bald with a comb over. <laughs> I wish there was a picture. Is there a picture? No, there's no picture. I would be willing to bet uh, that this guy, he probably, I'm going to say. He's very bored. Bored, overweight. I'm going to say. Well, I low on funds, I wouldn't, too. I wouldn't talk about I think he's low on okay, funds. Okay, sorry. He, he just, he, oh. he probably never moved out of his parents' house, which. Probably. You know, totally reasonable. Maybe you move back, but uh, he uh, he he's got some issues. Got some issues. Like thinking that this is a reasonable thing. Okay. Look, looks like another man did something. Yeah, we've got <laughs> someone else. Who's, starts with the okay, word before man. you switch it over. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, is it man? Oh, you're. Oh, the next know. thing it comes after the story of the diabolical single man. Oh, yeah, let's do the diabolical. No, sorry. Yeah. So. A man who is tired of being single shares his savage plan to ruin his friends' lives really, this so that guy he can seems, have his friends back. This, this guy seems savage really plan great. to get his friends back. Yeah, but it, it looks by like ruining so far their the lives. article is telling me he just has a plan. Yeah, and savage could back. be like awesome. Okay, yeah. but let, read the byline. 
He devised an Out evil loud. Pl- <laughs> a man, a man de- devised, devised an evil plan to end his friends' relationships by planting false evidence of cheating in their cars. Has gone has gone or has seen the tweet go viral, racking up almost half a million likes on Twitter. And there's the the picture of drama, the generic. They probably got that from some picture generator. Getty images stock. I was gonna yeah. say Getty. Getty. Yeah. So yeah, seeing oh. your best friends get into relationships and suddenly having to split their time can be a tough pill to swallow. Wow. Okay, oh, this yeah. is like the last kid. So we talked about Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. You know, how like, uh, you know, Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver are having yeah. that like dinner date. Oh yeah, yeah. Well. Oh. Uh, this is the last guy. In this that is the class. last guy that didn't get to get a girlfriend. Everyone else is sitting there like, hey, you guys, uh, we're doing raid night, right? We're going to play some D&D. Like, no, we can't. I have to take my kids to the bar. Cause like, yeah, I've got to I gotta have sex with my wife. It's it's wife's sex night. And the other and guy's like, yeah, I'm with my, my girlfriend. We've been going strong for yeah, she a said, while. I might propose to her. Yeah, she says it's time to bring another girl into the bedroom. So I, I can't. I got to go. And, <laughs> and this is probably the same looking. Guy. He looks like the King's Hawaiian guy. <laughs> this is the, probably the King's Hawaiian guy. Let's be honest. He's 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 filing a class action lawsuit and he's ruining his friend's relationship. This man is because the, he is selfish. Yeah. That's why. So he decided to fight back against his friend's relationships and shared his plan, which has been labeled labeled chaotic evil. I agree. Yeah. Uh, he posted a picture, Twitter user Wolf of Dallas. Uh, how much you want to bet he wears like wolf, those wolf t-shirts? <laughs> wolf of Dallas. It's, if you've got a wolf, okay. If you've got wolf in your handle, you are, you might be an incel. <laughs> okay, never go on. I want to see this guy's t-shirt collection. Ooh. He posted the picture holding a packet of glittering eyelash brushes along with the caption, tired of being the single friend, so I bought these to leave in all my boys' cars so they can get into an argument with the girl. With they with girl. With whatever. <laughs> with their girl. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, been land, it's been branded diabolical, went viral, has more than 420,000 likes and thousands of comments, and lots of actually fantastic replies. So like, those, those are brushes. those are eyelash brushes. Those are they're spoolies. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, remember it, the spoolies yeah. that you use. Yeah. yeah, it'd be too much to just leave like a used condom in there, or like mm-hmm. a note that said "Thank you for the out of wedlock and or cheating sex with me." So this is subtle. So one person replied, "I can't hate on this because that's dedication to your craft." LMAO is your your craft is. Being an ass? Your craft is ruining people's lives. <laughs> okay. This is the chaotic evil I am always for. Okay, there are also a whole bunch of assholes out there, too. Like, Add a little bit of cheap Victoria's Secret perfume to your homie's car seats, and you've set your boy up for a performance. <laughs> and then, And then the very logical person, well, logical as in, like, adding intelligence into this, yeah. make sure there's lashes or lint in it. It will be more believable. Okay, that person is deeply... That person has experience creating drama. And then someone else, nah, leave some hair ties in there. Oh, God damn it. So, so people are for this? Well, some people are. I mean, <clears throat> it, some of it's kind of just like the okay, way so the, the is... way internet personality is, where it's like jumping on to everything just because it's funny and yeah. weird or is there more to crazy. This? No, this is the end of the oh. story. You want more? You want to hear about the... the, the uh, oh, wait, wanna... wait, you're right, you're oh, right. There's more shit. Oh, good. Here we go. <laughs> Some users tagged their friends to warn them they would be adopting the same trick to win their time back, but not everyone was on board with the risky move. Oh, here we go. You're trying to get someone murdered. Yep. 
Yep. And yep. then and then we talked about the incel. No offense, but shit like this is the reason. <laughs> yeah. If, if this if if this is your 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 response to other people's happiness, yeah, the, you're probably there's a reason you're single. And yeah, is that he's it? he's trying to uh, officially yes. I see, the, I see the bar right there, and there's like a lot more. That's I mean, we I can we can. Oh, there's a knife. Can, you want you want a gentleman's knife? Listen to some random things. Uh, this only looks like a regular pocket knife. Ooh, well, if oh, it's okay. not, need so a personal loan. Well, let's let's all let's right, go right. down this rabbit hole. I really no, want to learn why? about this pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! I, so, um, I want to do anything other than get to the next story. Have we met anyone like this in real? I I can't believe that there's real people like this in real life. But I think I mean yes, you have. <laughs> well, so but this is. I mean, this is it's like this like this, this is. I, mm, this is desperation because they are single. The next bit is desperation also because I, they're single. Well, they're now. fresh. They're freshly singled. So, so, so do, before, do you want to start us off? Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, your boy Spike. If, got, you, if you hold on, if you recall, he's mentioned having a girlfriend on the last couple of podcasts. How is that going? Actually? And it wasn't a joke. He was actually, I literally true. had a girlfriend for, for three weeks. Um, first week, ton of fun. She was affectionate. She, uh, it was, there were some red flags that, you know, I didn't, I overlooked, like she had no opinions of her own. Um, uh, <laughs> we often look, overlook some red flags when we first started, start dating people because, you know, we're excited for the attention, but no, all of her, um, posts on Facebook were just like inspirational, like, you know, those pictures with some text saying about how you're strong or how. Something always happens to you, but you persevere, stuff like that. <laughs> and I brought this up. You guys help me, you know, like flirt better. And I blame you partially for this. You can't because you requested assistance. Okay. Uh, you guys were always tell, like offering it up. Like you need to use no. emojis more. Why aren't you using emojis? Well, you had complained for a while. It, 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 you know what? That it you weren't work. getting the response you wanted. And we said. The key was emojis. Fine. Would you like some creative advice you, use emojis and you and did encourage colorful you, texter you a more colorful texter you encourage this as well we thought that this would be good for you we and thought you needed to get some and in a way it was because i did and well, it was there was fun. this girl that had been showing interest in him for a couple weeks and i was like this was bizarre. this is your opportunity yeah. she's showing interest in yeah. you spike she was and i've, I've and Maybe that should have been the first red flag. That was someone was showing interest in you. Yep, yep. That's and I was like, oh, sh oh, snap! This is our my opportunity to help him out. Yep, help my I, boy. Well, I mean, I do, I do want to say that while not interested in dating you, my friend who's who's home for you know a short time due to the holiday said that you're not unattractive. Oh, that's nice. So you're very presentable. Yeah, especially now that I'm <laughs> that, you know that's actually fair. <laughs> that, feels, that feels like calling a woman a handsome woman. You're presentable. Yeah, I'm a hey, what's, what's wrong with calling a woman a handsome woman? I know. They, uh, in my experience, they haven't reacted well to that. Um, so, uh, so anyway, okay, so let's, let's hear. The next bit of a, of, of a red flag was when I said, I'm a little upset with you that you used a picture of, of us like in an embrace to make your ex-boyfriend angry. <laughs> yeah, that also is a red flag. That I knew was a red flag. And then she started using terms like mind games. With this guy, what? And um, I, I didn't hear that. Part. Oh, this uh, I didn't mention. Yeah, she's, she said that's what Scorpios do. A lot of her poor behavior was because she's a Scorpio, apparently. It, it, let it, let it, let the record state that you are a Scorpio. I am. Who does not necessarily ascribe to the astrological hard pass traits? 
my mother is a Scorpio and while she a little bit, she's like, if you base your whole entire existence around your astrological trait, you're stupid. Yeah. 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 And she does a lot. And she, she would start saying like, you know, as Scorpios, we can love hard. We hold a grudge. And I'm like, becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So an excuse to, um, do the, to do, so like, I feel like when you, when you see, uh, when you, when you see like your horoscope and you're reading it, you're you're reading all the positive things about being a Pisces or whatever. Yep. And then I read the Pisces. few negative, the few negative things. I, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to overcome the negative side right. and be a better person because it's show saying, it's showing me the flaws that I may have. And not just saying, well, that's just me. I guess I'm a toxic <laughs> person in that way. She's like, oh, that that's an excuse <laughs> for me to to use all the bad traits of a Scorpio. Okay. So before I, and, oh, okay. I want to, before we go before we to go. how it all ended. No, no, we're not going to, we got, we got a little more. So if you go oh, ahead. Okay. He's got, he's, I've got he's, one more red flag is <laughs> okay. that, um, you never had very much one-on-one -on -one time with her. Yeah. She kept online. Yeah. She kept putting me on like these group Facebook chats. I got more Scorpios. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. A lot of Scorpios that she, um, <laughs> and, and one, uh, one Aries who was in a special, he, he, he was the exception. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, they, she, I, I chalked it up to COVID and my loneliness and, you know, just kind of made me go like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. This is it's just a quirk. Every night he'd have a group chat and we're like, we were sitting first we're like the first one was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. your friends. And then we're like, he's group chatting again. And then we're like, he's group chatting again. And it got and again, more and more. And again and, and, and again. again. and like literally every single night, all yeah. we could hear were these group chats, like all of these other voices uh, and not just like two people talking. And they're all interesting examples of humanity. Let's not get into all Let's of those get details. All those details. It's, it's, it's a random smattering of people who are bored with no real direction in life. And yeah. only, uh, only self-identity is through astro astrological yeah. science. So yeah. long story short, we, we do sex a couple times. <laughs> And uh, it, it was a good night, let me tell you. Uh, then she does the thing with the with the guy. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, then then she does the thing. I say I'm a little upset with you about, and she descends into a shame depression spiral, for which I'm still invested in the relationship. So I'm spending an enormous amount of time trying to console her, not realizing this is just her narcissism. Yeah, I've pretty much determined that this girl is a narcissist. Yeah, so like then straight up manipulative narcissist so yeah we she comes out of that and, and you know over the second week of the relationship and um then we do sex one more time in the back of my car um and I, i'm sitting there thinking like okay maybe i just need to put into this relationship a little more it'll even out this will be fine it does not <laughs> she is still letting she is letting more and more of her let's call it a personality out um I don't think she, she's what personality. Though? Yeah, she's okay. She's not so much a person as much as she is a collection of personality disorders <laughs> poured into this person's skull. She's a bundle of like um, nerves reacting to the world. Yes. And so I end the relationship. I feel so bad. Like at the end of the workday, she's waiting for me. And I like, I take a long poop and I'm sitting there like, oh God, I feel so bad about this. <laughs> I see her at the outside of the door and I'm like, God, I don't want to break this poor girl's heart. And then I do it. We have a long talk. I say, I want to be your friend still. I feel shitty about that too. Like, oh God, I'm that chick. <laughs> still be friend. And I, I feel so bad. And then I take off. And then 
it, then it goes real south. All hell south. breaks All loose. All hell breaks loose. And so she's trying to get me back. She's like she's sending pictures of her with like a knife resting on her wrist. And I'm realizing more and more, okay, this is probably a good call. She needs therapy. And then she asks me like a, when I'm pulling into the store, like, are you psychologically and physically good, ready for this? And she sends me this shit. And cut to this image on the screen. It's for a second and a half, I am gripped by an icy hand of Terror. fear. Terror. <laughs> so he he texts us and he's like, hey, what's he's like, take a look at the lines on this and tell me what you think. And I looked at that for a moment. And I went, oh yeah, that's fake. That's so. That's fake. like I'm gonna let's let's. You should call um, Derek Acosta's other podcast, Heart Heart. <laughs> oh yeah, Heart Crushers or whatever. What's, Oh, I forget. I, uh, Let's just look at this line real quick. Oh, and there's some of her pee. She didn't bother to wash off this damn thing. Like, like it's disgusting. She literally like look at this. Look she, at these lines right here. This is so clearly like this was done in her phone's yeah. photo app. And, girl, and she's like saying, like, "Girl, you're better than that." And I'm trying to like say, like, listen, just keep me updated. It's like, oh, you want to be in the baby's life? And I'm, at a certain point, I have to just say, like, no, this is not the baby's. There's no, no, this is, you obviously did this in your phone. It's like, no, that's just the way they come. She said. (laughs) So she ended up sending you the real real photo and I looked at it. And if you notice how um, the control control has some bleeding, um, it, it, because it does, because it's, it's like, it bleeds more. Um, It's just, it's just like a light shade of pink right here. Uh Uh-huh. And she's trying to say that that's a positive result. And it's like, mm, no, is yeah. this the first time you've taken a pregnancy test? How many more have you taken? And then she, what did she tell you she, about she, taking more tests? She has to take one in like a week for accuracy. She couldn't take another one like now. Apparently that's the, no, there's no way this could happen. Anytime that I've ever had a concern, I literally have taken like two or three because and like, maybe I waited, maybe I waited until the next morning because that's when like your first pee is like the most potent, a little TMI. Well, it is because it's been holding overnight. And so if, if there are levels of HCG, which is what pregnancy tests measure, they will show strongly first thing in the morning. Uh. So she could have just waited like 12 hours. She could have been like, let me check in the morning. See, I she's an idiot. I think (sighs) maybe you guys got this all wrong. I, maybe this isn't a, um, her trying to doctor it and fake it to get you to think that she's pregnant. Maybe this is just an aspirational image. It's a joke or an ass. <laughs> this is like, this is like when this I, could be us. this is like when I do, um, when I take pictures of the house and then I like of the backyard and then I like, I draw, I like Photoshop in like a, a fire pit. Oh yeah. And yeah. Then a barbecue and then try to make it look like, you know, uh, this how is my I, best life, how here. I want it to look. This is like, this is her version of that. And I was having talked to her enough. She doesn't have a computer with like Photoshop, but she, she could have literally just pulled an image from the, she, I've never seen her countertop. That's yeah, the thing. Could have just pulled an image with a positive test from the internet. She's that stuff. She's that. Actually pull it up right now. Go Google. You can literally Google it right now. So while you do that. Yeah. Um, so, after that, we realize, oh, she's look. People, guys will say women are crazy, and really, the, and women, girls, will, women will say men are all assholes or whatever. And realistically, men and women behave on average a little different, and it causes friction. And in this case, we just agree she's nuts. And uh, and look, yeah, there you could just get, and that looks enough like her counter. 
I wouldn't know the difference. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Don't show this image yet. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Well, you got so scroll down. Thing. It's probably down there, actually. No, it's, 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 I got I to tell oh, it. Open is. image in new tab. No, it's fine. I got it. I got it. Yeah, it's We're like, gonna... you could just... You could just pop that bad boy up there. I would not know the difference. I don't. This is what actually, the positive go, looks like, though. Actually, here, let me no. go back to the Google. There's an even. Better. Oh, he's got a better. He's gonna, he's going to mansplain this. But it's the same. You. It's this. Oh, you want to use that one? Yeah. See that one? That looks even more. I'm really good at Google searching. Let's let's actually tell it to open the open in new tab. See, yeah, it looks enough like her counter. Okay, now go go to the next. Go to her image. <laughs> yeah, it looks. Yeah, it looks enough like her counter. I wouldn't know the difference. So uh, yeah, he, she could have just googled that other image. So yeah, she's a manipulative narcissistic, and luckily for us, not like the TV okay. show kind of manipulative narcissist who's also like a genius. Right. I so that was the wrong thing. The wrong one. Whoop! Don't show Nothing, that. Don't show that. Whew, so that was it. Regardless. Um, yeah. So I like... we, we cut it off, and then she starts doing this. She gets like more controlling. She's constantly showing me like pictures of her like being depressed. She has these inspirational quotes even more but sad now and um and and literally while she's like trying to get at me and like constantly saying can we meet up can we meet up i'm like downloading our entire archive of like facebook posts just in case or facebook messengers and then like then i block her and then all of her friends come out of the woodwork to come at me and you were here for this as they sit there trying to like involve themselves in this spectacle which my love life has become yeah, a three week, I guess a three-week relationship needs counseling already. Yeah, That's how you know you kind of have a... Yeah, I have a, you, you don't have an unhealthy, you have an unhealthy relationship. So we, we had a brief conversation um, when all of this started getting weird <clears throat> um, about like the timeline when you really start to see the first inklings of someone's crazy or I shouldn't say crazy, someone's, someone's differences. Yeah idiosyncrasies and like three months is when like if you really like each other you really care about each other and you think that there's a future that maybe you might start counseling at that point because like you've already gotten to know someone you've already figured out how you feel and she you was know, talking people start to let their guards down but how soon in the relationship did she tell Are, you in those three words like at the end, like before the end of week one. And I'm like, maybe she's. I didn't I, know it was that. It was, it was like, it was like, it, look, it was like maybe at the Friday point, but still it was like, she was keeping track too, like one week anniversary and then two week. And then hey, we're going to get for three. And like, Argh. Yeah. I remember you were sitting in the living room. We were all hanging out and you got like a happy three week, three week anniversary, babe. And you were like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been very uh, entertaining and frightening yeah. and sad. Apparently, and she wants to a slash lot of emotions. She wants to slash my tires. Somebody else, I found out, she might want to do that. So I'm parking in different places. Uh, she has, like, issues at work where she had, like, a harassment thing against somebody else. And she's also, like, been, like, had drama with a whole bunch of other dudes. So there's no wonder she wanted to keep it quiet. <clears throat> somebody would have grabbed, like, the manager of the store would have grabbed me and be like, don't, if she's seen you naked, it's already too late. Just run now, then. So... <laughs> Change your name, change your identity. We'll, we'll, we'll transfer to you another store under a new identity. You'll be fine. This is a, an ongoing story. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more, she's there's tempted, a lot more. Yeah. yeah, she keeps like plugging me into these new groups from people I haven't blocked because she just it tried to get me into the snowball of all of her weird friends she's amalgamated across the internet. 
and so they keep they keep adding me to these group chats. <laughs> so I get like little windows into this thing where she's like, she's tempted to come see me, like here I'm, I'm at our place. Yeah, maybe we should have told you you couldn't bring her here. Yeah, ever. We didn't realize that she now has our this address. would be a <sighs> potential. You know, you, you, mm-hmm. you just we'll, try we'll, to help someone. We'll and... take care of all of the things that need to be taken care of. So, you know, should something unfortunate happen <laughs> whereby someone shows up to our home. Or they find me dead in a ditch somewhere. Um this person will be advised that they should vacate the property. Right, we okay. I think we should skip this. Uh, you want to skip the next yeah, one? for time. Okay, well, well we've only been fil- recording for 30 minutes. No, okay, let's, okay, right. let's, let's go to Johnny M- Mnemonic. Uh, you guys have seen <laughs> that Kentucky guy with the flamethrower. Yeah, we all know what that I, I want to suck start that flamethrower right now. <laughs> if you want to, we're going to go into the story of Johnny Mnemonic, someone else who has a life that, you know, could be better. Here's the trailer. Life is good. In the year 2021. Right now. This is your wake-up call. Ah, uh, young Keanu. Featuring Keanu Reeves' 1995 act. The year is 2021. <laughs> I blame it the director. It is no longer yeah, safe to transmit information. Phones, computers, and satellites are all vulnerable. But there is so much in the solution. That's also kind of your storage capacity. I can carry nearly 80 gigs of data in my head. Input the data into the brain of a human courier. It's very matrix right there, putting things into like the brain. Right? Right? The piano does not match up in your head anyway. I had to dump a chunk of long term memory. You had to dump a chunk of what? <laughs> my childhood. We never found out about his childhood, right? Making a long distance phone call. He had the worst birthday party ever. We knew that. I got the goods, Ooh. Ralphie. Now I just so want to get them out of my head. Movie came out in 1995. I don't know why they could have just couldn't have just put it out like the hard drive. Right? And just shoved up his ass. Because basically, doesn't he have a hard drive in his brain? Can't be yeah. yeah. in the moniker here. Right? Like, That's why they wanted to cut his his head off. In Johnny's head. Double cheese anchovies. Thought that was so clever. I love this guy with his the laser thumb thing. Time is running out. I'm a dead man if I don't get this out of my head. <laughs> I can get it out. A cranial drill and a pair of forces. Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah. Future's most He's wanted fugitive. Danger. Why, what is it? What is the danger? Entry. Oh, 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 tell me it's going to be what I think it is. In your head. Come on. Come on, it is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. You can't shoot me. Not in the head. Yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. Right? So apparently this takes place today. And honestly, that's true because it opens up, you know, with them talking about a plague and there's riots. Except this this pe- this plague was caused by all the technology. As um what as as the spider the character that um what's his place plays, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins plays is this causes it. This, this causes ca- it. Information <laughs> overload. This man board causes it. Um. This causes it. <laughs> and as well, we now know, that's not really the case. But still, it's a it's a fun sci-fi trope of of. Uh, well, oh, do we mention that this is um. 
this month is uh, all cyberpunk month. Yes, January yeah, is cyberpunk. our cyberpunk film month. We should have like a cyberpunk graphic on the oh, screen right should. now and like a cyberpunk song. Yeah, yeah. Is, is this I'm, you I'm gonna, reminding I'm gonna, yourself? I'm going to do it now. If you, future Vic, do <laughs> right it. Right here. Yeah. Oh, here. Something. See, if we had a cameraman, we could actually like make the camera shake and we'd all be like, whoa. You know that can be done in post, In post? Oh, hey. A little bit. The more live we can get, the better. Yeah, the better, yeah. We need to. Hey, let's see if we can hire back um, uh, Eric. Eric Bador. Yeah, from uh, from from uh, Rooster Teeth. He's That'd the guy good. whose career is actually now doing really well. Really well. Let's, let's see if we can get him into this room. He's at actually your place. producing a a literal pro like, wrestling broad podcast now. And and the Rooster Teeth podcast. No, but enough of that. Look, so this John, movie. Johnny Mnemonic is a. Is is a information courier with who had dump a long yeah like the long term chunk of memory and now it's like the like the two hundred and fifty six gig uh, like micro SD chip in my room that I never use would fit like right under my skin like if for some reason like well this is ninety stuff like they say no no you need to lose a chunk of your brain that's the only way it's gonna work <laughs> so and this was this was part of something that I immediately was like mm, no mm. so Be, hold on because um. Our brains can hold like many, many ter- like what's above a terabyte? Like a teraflop, whatever, whatever. Or a yodabyte. Th- like that is the amount of information our brains can actually hold, and so the fact that they're like, yeah, you can only hold eighty gigabytes, or we can double it to one sixty, and I'm like, and doubling does not work the same way it does. That's in- not how. Like you wouldn't have to lose a portion of your childhood memory in order for this because like your brain is like to just do a subdermal freaking hard drive. That's all you need. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like, like last decade they had like that that fallacy where they're like the human brain it only uses like what ten percent. Yeah. And they had that with like Morgan Freeman and Lucy. Mm-hmm. Except like we're literally using all of our brains yeah, just pretty at much times. at all times. Yeah, different times, and there it's, is a time we're using ten percent at a time. Yeah, and there is a time you're not you, like running and diving. Yeah, and so shit, they so. they had these kind of weird brain mis- misunderstandings in movies, well past decades past this movie. So I, yeah, I well, get that. As far as I'm concerned, my whole entire my whole entire childhood is eighty gigs. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> your whole childhood. Eighty oh, gigs. Man. If you got 80 gigs, you can put my whole childhood on there. So I like that. He's he's in a hotel. He's got like a nice lifestyle. He's wearing suits. He's banging hookers who, who very quietly and politely leave after the. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was going to turn into something like weird. Thing, yeah. Like like uh, what was the, the Arnold movie where like the girl turns out to be. Um, oh, uh, Total Recall? Yeah, I thought it was she was going to turn out to be Sharon Stone from Total Recall doing something crazy and trying to kill him. Nope. So she, I was kind of a little she's, she's disappointed. The, that, that hooker is a professional. She knows her job. Sex worker. Hmm. Sorry. She's a sex worker. This was the, this was the 90s. They <laughs> said something about... Yeah, 1995. Four years before The Matrix. Oh, wow. The acting abilities. Yeah. Did you want to talk about that? Um, so, yeah, I think this was like the director said, hey, uh, let's see, who... Who directed this? Producer, just say anywhere here. Robert Longo. Robert Longo. Um, he, he they must have called him old one take Longo because like he would be like they'd be saying they're like we need to do a thing and then it, it, that would be at least like is that the take we're going with? <laughs> it's like it's like they just started filming. It's like okay, give us a couple of run throughs. Like all right, I need to go. It's like like double anchovy. No, no, no pepperoni. Double anchovies. 
Or double yeah. cheese anchovies. And it's so stilted and weird. And then, you know, the director just said, all right, cut, moving on. Like, uh, wait, no, I, I, I can do better. Like, no, it's good. Keep it moving. <laughs> That's what yeah. the so, And not only I'm him. I'm curious, how much money did they spend on making this? Yeah, I'm curious what happened to Robert Longo. Right? And um, so the, it's so weird because you get a whole bunch of these through, like, everywhere else. Everyone has these weird deliveries. They must have been, like, an incredible schedule or something. Um, um, I'm going to say something. Oh, yeah. So they spent twenty six million, but they made double that so, worldwide. And why, what? Oh, worldwide. Uh, okay, so if it doesn't double it in America, it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. This this movie's really fun to watch and has a good concept. It but does. I don't think you're watching it for the, ac- the the acting abilities. This we have in, in films like this, like cyberpunk films, like it was still kind of like Saturday morning cartoon, kind of jokey, kind of like. Comical, yeah. Like we haven't gotten deep yet by 1995. No, is it? Yeah, once once the major comes around, then it's like, oh no, yeah, we're, we deep, philosophy yeah. and stuff, and uh, yeah. But yeah, but here it's like bad acting, corny. Like, so Robert Longo really hasn't done much. He did some music videos like Megadeth, REM, New Order, yeah. um, and then he did. An episode of Tales from the Crypt. He did Johnny Mnemonic, and then he did. Where did you? Yeah, he Te- did. He did in 1982 an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, is he Takeshi Kitana? Wait, is it? And then Johnny Mnemonic, oh. and then he also had some music that was featured in American Psycho. Oh. Um, the last thing that it's at least according to Wikipedia, last thing he did was some photography for the label Bottega Veneta, which is an Italian brand. Yeah. I, I'm betting his, his photography is probably better than his directing. I would imagine. Because, <laughs> uh, like, so he, he goes up, he, do, he gets the doubler, he's trying to get his, his memory back, and so um, he, he, has, he has to take one more job because they hiked up the price of his, uh, his full memory reclamation thing. Yeah. And so he, he has to move, like, 320 gigs, and we're like, whoa. 320 gigs. Which is twice as much as his doubling yeah, was, capacity. Yeah. Now, like if you're if your next if your next um courier job is big enough, then you know you could just take care of this. Yeah, little did you know thing that, for yourself. Yeah, they pay by by the by the gigabyte. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he and this is something you think they talk about ahead of time when they're arranging the deals. Like, I need someone who can carry, you know, you don't like say like, hey, I need to move uh, right. stone. It's like, I need to move some pavers to my front yard. And then you show up there and it's like, okay, here's uh, 87 tons of, of uh, stone pavers. Like, uh, all I have is my, my Prius. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Prius. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then you say like, oh, no, it's, it's not a problem. Just dump them all on my car. We'll, we'll work it out. Well, I mean, the priest could do it for super cheap. It would just be a lot of driving. Be a lot of trips. So, but what if that was your last job and you you're shop. free and clear after that? <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty shop. sure the car would be smashed <laughs> to pieces. Yeah, I know. Maybe maybe Johnny and I should have been like, you know what? I'm not going to take this job. I'm gonna, no, I'm not going to do it. But, he, he but we find out that he really, really wanted the one percenter lifestyle. He really does. He loves that. So, yeah, he puts the, he gets that data in his head. The Yakuza show up. And they have that. I like the one bit because they, they, they do that Yakuza thing where you cut off your finger when you mess up. And yeah, he they has, cut like a dude's whole hand. Well, no, because what he does, like the one bad guy, he's got his thumb where he cut off his finger. And he replaced it with that laser thumb thing where he was like. Like a Garrett. It. Yeah, laser like a Garrett. laser Garrett. 
they can use as a whip as well. It's is like it garrot. Garrot, yeah, garrot. And it's like the nail comes out, and that's what you hold it by. Nasty. So I cool. call it fiber wire. That's that's good too. It turns red hot, and so they kill everyone with some very weird reactions. And like you think, if you're waiting on the yakuza to show up, you'd stop like drinking, eating pizza, and then like facing away from the door. Well, yeah. they didn't know that they were going to show up. So but, yeah, in the beginning of the movie, has a really bloody, violent scene. It's it's really good. Like that one nerd dies, and he's like. Ugh. Oh, yeah. So, like, (laughs) instead of being, like, surprised and then in pain, like, so I guess what happened is when you get a gun pulled on you, the acting, like, you're like, whoa, whoa, and then you get shot, and you're like, oh, this guy, like, him being surprised and in pain was, like, all in the same thing. It was like, oh, oh, oh. It was so so weird. Pulls a gun. And he's like, oh. That was another one of those one-take Shoots things. Shoots him. They, oh. mi- they might have hired you for this film right? based on that acting. So, yeah, he... Uh, oh. Johnny makes makes good his escape with the disguise. Okay. The other thing I remember oh. is uh, some guy's fingers get cut off. Yep. Next we, to the broccoli. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Oh, but it was next to the broccoli. Yep. And really, they, they're sitting there He's with talking pizza. about the garrote, not the guy whose fingers got But chopped. no, he was talking about the guy who got his fingers chopped off. Yeah, talking yeah. about the guy who got his fingers chopped off? Yeah. I was talking, no, the, the, no, the guy who got guy. his one finger chopped off. But you off. mentioned the guy who got his not, hand chopped off. No, he got off that cut much. off. His, no. Yeah, the Yakuza guy did it because he messed up. They bring that up and like when he's talking to the boss, like, oh, you turned your shame into a weapon. No, no I thought we were that, talking about the guy. But this no, was let's in talk about the fight scene. Yeah, in the fight scene, yeah, he does. Like, literally, like, Yeah, because the way they encode the data is with images from the TV. Yeah. So yeah, and it's it's like one of those little things you get at, like those photo booths back when they had those, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like and they get like a the, <laughs> right <laughs> strip. No they, QR codes back in those. And days. there was a fax machine just designed for that thing. <laughs> well, maybe that was the standard at that in that future. Yeah, I, I guess so. That's where they got all their data from. Um, but so he makes he, he gets ha- he gets away with half the images and um, gets to the free city of Newark, I think. Yes, the free city of Newark, where he goes to find his uh, like boss guy, the guy that gives him the job. Yeah, he's, he, where he, he has to deliver the 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 movie. And who's this German guy? Um, the German guy, Dolph Lundgren. No, not Dolph Lundgren. No, no, he's in this later. No, that is. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, trying... It's the dude that's in like a bunch of stuff. Right. Let me see here. He shows up in like. Let's see. It's a mnemonic. There we go. Let's come on. I, I, I'm not going to know this guy's name. It's not going to be one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, um, Udo Kier as Rafi. <laughs> I can't even pronounce Udo. It's Udo Kier. K-I-E-R. Udo Kier. He looks kind of like um, Robert Downey Jr. He does. Yeah, in guy. this film particularly. And let me tell you, like, he's sitting there like, it feels like at the Library of Congress in my head. It's like, no way, we, we got you. And so he, he sends him to, like, a, an obvious setup in, like, the ghetto. And this is where you meet up with... um. Iced tea with iced tea with an anarchy symbol, and he's like running the low techs. The low techs. So like, yeah, which is like, um, kind of like cyberpunk, uh, Native American tribe. I guess so. And they're like sitting there. This is where we start figuring out, like, oh, so they're gonna they need to chop off his head. And <clears throat> the movie, the music doesn't change when he starts like punching this big dude, right? It's just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that portion of the punch, film. punch, punch, punch. Then the shootings are dun dun dun. It's like it's the music <laughs> cue is like a full ten seconds off. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And uh, so, like the kid, like I blame I, Robert. I blame Robert Longo. Yeah, this guy made some terrible decisions. Like, real- dude, why? <laughs> so yeah, the, like the, the the guy, like Baldy. I guess he was one of the Yakuza guys in the beginning. He's he says like like he shoot. He accidentally shoots like Ice T's friend, and then he like descends down like a ninja. 
And um, still gets caught. Ice-T does. He still gets caught. And he's like, hey, can you do something for me? It's like, what? Die. Or what do you think? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was so dumb. But um, then, then Keanu, like, knocks him out. And then the, the other dude shows up because he didn't disarm him. He just ran. And Ice-T has this, like, uh, knife on, like, a bungee cord. Like, it just, like, throws it at him. Hmm. It was a great way. It was like, and as you know, anytime you get hit with a knife anywhere in your torso, you just die instantly. I, it was like, I think, yeah, I think, I think you delivered that iced tea line between iced tea and uh, Bali. Yeah. You delivered that with too much feeling. Too much he was like, I need you to do something for me. And he's like, what? and what is that? Die. No, I will not die. <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. It was so wooden. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Keanu shows up at the bar where... No um, one knew how to emphasize their lines. <laughs> <laughs> so Keanu shows up. He shows up at the, at the bar where the German guy is like handing out jobs and stuff. And you find out like the, the bodyguard like, scenario in, in the free city of Newark is like super trans friendly. Because he's yes. got like two like... like I don't know. Like one of them might be a, a genetic woman. The other one is definitely a dude in a dress. I don't know it what. It might the, be the so in the future. Those are the best bodyguards because they're so fierce. They're wearing high heels and shit. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there. Um, just call them women, trans women. Well, I don't know because that, that well they, that, they are presenting they're presenting females, so they are women. Um, and the movie is a lot more trans friendly than what you just said. But that, see, I don't know. Like this, oh, this, they don't really frame it that way. Honestly, fine, they frame fine. it as like a clown show. They're pre- well, they're they're presenting as women, so we'll just call them women and say it, it appears that the free city of Newark is very trans friendly. Well, they're also willing to murder uh, Johnny. So well, then you know they 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 don't have great morals. <laughs> they do not, because yeah, they um, Johnny shows up with that gun that had a whole bunch of weird crap strapped to it. He had like literally an AR like stock. Mm-hmm. On it for some reason, and he's holding it out like this, like no future man, future. And so he takes all that crap off, and he like goes to get Klaus and oh, that chick with the with the black shakes, um, ALA. Was it? It's not. ALA. She's played by a, an actress named Dina Meyer. I don't remember what her character. So name cute was. in this, and um, she was. She reminded yeah. me of an actress, but I couldn't remember who it was. So like every time I saw her, I was like, gosh, she looks so familiar. Is it the one that played April in the Ninja Turtles? No, 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 but she could. But anyway, she's like looking at him, like trying to get a job from. You're thinking uh, Udo, Elizabeth Shue, I think. From Udo, and they they take Johnny into the back room, and the she's Turtles like, too. Yeah, she yeah, sneaks in, and she whips out this uh, this knife on a stick, and starts like whipping it at people. Oh. They have some weird weapons in this. Let me tell you. So it's they they they. Cyberpunk, man. Yeah, they make a deal, and like the the uh, the, the the yakuza guy with the laser thing, he they, they fights them off. And he slices Udo right in half with that thing. You saw that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that you were, yes, yeah, so I heard you. You're like, ugh, because he just slog. It was like, <laughs> it was two cuts. It was like here and then here. Yeah, and he just sliced across the torso. And you know what? I'm not sure if they intended for it, if it was just really bad special effects or something, but it almost looked like the part that was meat yeah. was almost cooked from the fiber wire. Oh yeah, because it's red it hot. Like a, it was like almost like the meat, like his. His flesh. Yeah, it's red His hot. His muscle was on there. There it was like. Yeah, it's a red hot like garrote. It wasn't well done steak, but it was like you know medium, medium, medium <laughs> maybe medium rare, medium oh. rare steak. <laughs> you were thinking Paige Turco. You're right. And so, so Elizabeth Shue was Back to the Future. They make good their escape, and he like and and so she's like, oh, give me an account number and I'll pay. And she's like, oh, I'm just gonna walk away, and you'll I'll count on you, stranger, to give me money. It's like, no, I'm stuck. We're together. 
Yeah. I mean, that was the smartest thing that she, she did, did in the, yeah, entire, in the film. entire movie. And they're sitting there like, hey, do you have a family? He's like, I don't know. Do you have a family and stuff? It's like, again, it was one of those bizarre <laughs> deliveries. Where, oh, man. I don't know. We're, I don't have a child. I don't remember my childhood. How about you? You got a family and stuff? <laughs> and so we find she's out. like, what are you talking about? I don't understand anything that you're saying. <laughs> so we find out she has the black shapes and that we go over to Spider's Place. And that's Played where we, by Henry Rollins. Played by Henry Rollins. <laughs> that's where we get that great, like, information overload, man. Let me do my work. That was actually, okay, so it wasn't the best delivery. It was not. The but best it was, scene ever, but. It that was good. the best scene in this film, it was, actually. Well, best act, best acting. That was the best acting in this film. So I, I just this causes it. This causes it. I think that came from a real place inside of Henry Rollins. Actually, I just, I just, I just want to make make it clear that, like, you know, you know, my list. Um, Henry Rollins is on that list with Finn Balor, and oh, is is he probably is, like? Is he one of your uh, hall passes? Aquaman. Oh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jason yeah. Momoa. So my, my list has Jason Henry. Momoa, Finn Balor, and Henry Rollins. Okay, so you need to remember, put those put those pictures all up as she says those, all right? So, yeah, they um he's trying, you know, like, one... I usually oh, don't nice. put them on over us. I usually cut to another. No, no, you image. should put them over our faces. Here, your hair, here. One right here. So Jason Momoa, Finn Balor, Henry Rollins. They can be small pictures. Yeah, they can be <laughs> Cute little pictures. Come on, give, right. give her cute little pictures of her future infidelity. There you go. It's not infidelity if I it know. is disclosed. <laughs> if it's part of the rules. I'm messing. I know. So um, he's been like, get like Keanu's been getting like things, or um, he has to meet this doctor all call, and we find out this is a trick because Spider is like a is a street doctor. All doing, come. All come. Sorry, and uh, he takes him to like the the free clinic, which is like a church or something, yeah. or it's some sort of like bus station. And looks we, like a COVID tent, actually. And we learned that Pharmacon has been like oh, selling the the the, <clears throat> the treatment for uh, the black shakes uh, for like fifty grand a bag, and it's like, oh no, look, it's like it's what we say when um, someone's dying, we don't want to freak out the patients. Doctor, all come. So oh, like yeah. all come to this particular place. Yep. And so this is when we find like when we first meet like Dolph. Lund- well, we meet him like first when the um, the Pharmacon guys like hires an extra hitman, which is just Dolph Lundgren doing like. Murder Jesus. <laughs> Murder Jesus. Yeah. You know what? That's a really good um, this is, this is phenomenal. cyberpunk character because right. I can I, I t- <laughs> can totally imagine this character being right. in like cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. And so like as one of the villains. Yeah. He shows up at the hospital when they're saying like that's where you get that line in the trailer. It's like a scalpel, forceps, and some anesthetic. I'm going to dig it out of your head. It's like, well, you might not die. You might be able to move again. <laughs> we find out he has the, the cure for the black shakes in his head. And so and now he has yeah. to care about people. He has to stop being selfish. It's like, but that does not happen for <laughs> a long time. Yeah. And then, the, well, isn't this when they go meet up with Ice-T again? And Oh, yeah. Um, that was after he almost gets his head cut off in the bar. Yeah. He, um, the, the, um, they, they show up. For, they're, they're, like, following him the whole time. And so they, they give him cover to leave and go to Spider's place. And then Spider, they go to Spider's, like, hospital. And that's when Dolph Lundgren shows up and starts crucifying people. Yeah. He's just like with scalpels, just starts, Henry Wallen just like gets it real hard. He saves them. He does. And they hit him with but, the van too. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, I, so I want to talk about yeah. when they go meet up with Ice-T's character again. And Ice-T is honestly also one of like the best parts of this movie. Cause oh yeah. Ice-T. I kept thinking one, one at some point they're going to say, Hey, weren't you a, uh, Weren't you a uh, SVU detective, like in the in the nineties, the two thousands? 
Well, I mean, this was a little bit before. You know what? You. They can. Well, but I know but they can recreate Johnny Mnemonic and Ice T and uh, um, Keanu. Keanu Reeves won't look that different. Okay, but yeah, you, you were saying about um, <laughs> so they they went over to um, Ice T's like sea container on a bridge hangout, <laughs> right? And it was like a heaven. bunch of sea containers, a bunch of welded to a, 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 a bridge that is not structurally sound. Yeah, yeah, none of it was good. Oh, and this is where he has that whole thing where it, you should probably just put that in there. His rant where he's like, I want room service. I want a yeah. Mexican beer. I want my <laughs> shirt pressed like they do it at the Imperial Hotel in Tokyo. Yeah, I want room service. It's like usually this is the part where he's like, I've learned the value of human life. It's like, nope, he wants uh he yeah. wants to bang a, a a sex worker prostitute in a hotel somewhere. There, there wasn't even like a smattering of some sort of humanity <laughs> or depth in that. It was just like all comical. It was yes. like comical writing, but then like right. he was performing it as if it was like so he was real. trying to make it real. And at the end, he just like slumps down like, my room service is drawing further away from So me. they go to this place on the bridge yeah. to the cut you out. off like you all keep cutting me off. Sorry. And um, Ice T tells him that he's going to, and she, like he introduces him to the Navy's dolphin code breaker. code breaking dolphin, <laughs> and it's trapped in this tank, and it's like super sentient. Yeah, right. it's trapped in this tank. It's got a bunch of cyberpunk shit strapped, or yeah, bolted to it, and it's like the tank is so green with algae. That it immediately reminded me of Rosie the shark, yep. who was a great white shark that was stored. Like this story just came out semi recently. Um, her taxidermied corpse was left behind in a tank of formaldehyde in this like abandoned wildlife sanctuary, and it was actually rescued semi recently, um, actually in 2020, and brought to a different place. Can you rescue? But a this is this is literally yeah, the this... condition of the tank. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Except except it's a little more cramped for the dolphin. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of pocket of air above it, so yep. that the part it's, of the dolphin is like in, in blow the air. I never up. even saw the dolphin breach the water for air. It was so sad. Like you realize the logistics; they like, had to get that dolphin up there with water. Like, did they? Did I didn't? I was like the whole time I was watching this. I was like, do they have like oxygen strapped to the blowhole? I can't I tell. Like I can bear, like sometimes I can see its eyes. Other times it looks looks it, like the no, helmet no. is completely covered. I. It can access like some sort of sonar microwave thing to like cook people's heads. I don't know it either. Was this like this was the strangest part of the film? Bizarre. Was this freaking dolphin. And uh, yeah, it's like and first and that's God that shark. And you see some of the images of that shark. It's so like haunting and like creepy. Yeah. Imagine like because they you said they were exploring it. Yeah. So some like urban explorer decided to go check out the sanctuary that I guess was like a big popular destination for other urban explorers. And like some of the original super haunting ones he was talking about, and he took the, he took, he took photos. He was walking through like the, the area where they he ended up finding the shark and everything was like weird. And then there was this one area where it was like this dark, green algae covered oh. um tank and then all of a sudden there was like this shark face and just imagine coming across that shark body like i would have pooped yeah i would yeah like the i would i 100 would have pooped yep <laughs> but the um 
But the dolphin. The, the, oh, the low-tech headquarters in Johnny Mnemonic. Find a picture of the dolphin. It's defended that, by... Oh, sorry. That was... um, Yeah, I was going to say... My train of thought. Well, here, while you do that, it's defended by like. Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it looks like something that I was waiting for. Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the guy from Red. Uh, See, like I had his name when I was thinking Morgan about Morgan Freeman. Um, <laughs> no, the John Malkovich. Oh, I was yeah. expecting John Malkovich's character from Red to just pop up anywhere because it's just all of this weird. Just like, oh, we got this government dolphin that. Oh yeah, can yeah. Hack and. Like it's telepathic. It looks stuff. like they made a model of it there. Like if you go up into the, yeah. the second image. I'm just looking for the creepiest image. Oh, there that's the yeah. creepiest image. I and so, see. yeah, it's defended by people like with the levers that can drop cars that make the whistle bomb noise. Yeah. <laughs> and just surprisingly case, accurate. Just in case like the director is like, I don't want people to take this movie seriously. Just in case like people were starting to <laughs> take it seriously. Again, yeah. He's like, I'm going to add. And so they almost kill. Keanu, when then they drop it on Spider's van that they're still using, and like it's like he's like Spider's dead, and he looks at the van like no, not there. Like I like that bit. That was a nice touch actually. And they get him up there. They introduce him to the thing and said, "Okay, we gotta like hack your brain." What I really like about this, what's that actually? Uh, the dolphin or the whole movie? Johnny Mnemonic okay. film um, is the fear. It's overcoming the fear of like Big Big Brother in the future because technology. Will always be in the hands of the government and the corporations. Yeah. And the more kind of like their tentacles are everywhere, the kind of less privacy we have, the less freedom we have. And um, the whole entire idea of like cyberpunk is like you're you're not afraid of technology. You're embracing technology, but you're using technology for your. And it's also a dystopia, though. That's kind of one of the problems. Yeah, so, so you're using technology. The low techs are using technology, and Johnny Mnemonic, the good guys, are using technology to battle the bad technology yeah so it's like whoever has the best technology and who like you know the government doesn't have whoever's the craftiest whoever's the fastest the government and corporations don't have like a monopoly on like human wit right yeah so as long as you keep you know smart and intelligent and stuff and you you know you know you're always up to date with technology you can actually using technology you can battle against the, the man system and the man the yeah and the that man. is actually the whole entire point of cryptocurrency wow you, you tied it into finance <laughs> boom that is the guy the guys who started it were called the cypherpunks and the they didn't cypher, like God that they it. didn't like <laughs> they didn't like that the government <sighs> had a central like authority hang on that 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 was a gut punch there i need a minute the cypherpunks oh don't stop saying it <laughs> And so their own version of like kind of fighting a back against the man is um, blockchain technology. Okay. So but we'll get into that. Yeah. Another show later. So the, the Yakuza and the professional walls or the, the pharmacom guy show up. He, he has like a revolver and a, and a little sword and the, the Yakuza are all special forces, except for the goggles, which are like, you know, like ninth grade science class goggles. And they start killing people and, and like um, the, the ice tea takes out someone with an arrow to the mouth. Yeah. It, Someone it, just it, happened to have their mouth open. They're like, what's that? Oh. <laughs> and, and of course it was a chick. So, yeah. so um, they fight off the Yakuza. Um, like the Yakuza guy shoots the uh, the Pharmacon guy who's like daughter, I think, or some, some AI has been dogging them too. Like say, saying vaguely like, um, like prophetic stuff about like uh, what he has in his head. And uh, they fight off the, uh, the Yakuza guy. He uses his own like laser thing to slice him up open. And drops him into the drink. Yeah, Johnny. There and was there was that scene where they're both hanging on 
Some like, cargo netting in a, in, a, cargo netting. in a cargo container. And then, like, I guess the... I didn't know that it was his thumb the whole time, so I was like, why does the camera keep showing his thumb? Like, well, why are they both looking at his thumb? Like, I picked up on that immediately. The first <laughs> scene he's in, like, that, the user guy, he uses the thumb to push up, but, like, they frame it, like, really close up on oh, his thumb to push the thumb. To that. Anyway, Johnny Mnemonic... Uh, yeah, he Johnny Mnemonic does a really cool thing where he grabs that and slices him slices him. his head off. Yeah, it, it's awesome. So then he has to sl- he has to hack his own brain. Also, at a certain point, they fight <laughs> off Dolph Lundgren, who's about to crucify um, the girl. And um, yeah, I think that was after the hacking the brain. After part. that, okay. So they yeah they do so okay they hack the brain. Let's go back to that. He has to get into his own mind, and they say, "Hey, don't move too much, or you'll microwave your own brain." And he proceeds to go like, <laughs> and there's like strobes in there. And what follows is like the worst CG I think '95 had to offer. Because yeah. anyway, three years later, the Matrix happens. But in this one, it's like that doesn't look like Keanu, but it looks like an eighth grade eighth grader's ter- drawing. It was terrible. It looked kind of like um, a Slim Jim with arms and legs, and Keanu Reeves's face. <laughs> Yeah, right. Pasted to the front of and it. He's sitting there. Yeah, he's sitting there like he duplicates himself because that's a thing they established. Oh, we, we didn't mention the bit where he has to make a call with the VR headset and he's like doing like all sorts of stuff. And when he messes up, he gets zapped. Yeah. Like, uh, God, it's so weird. When you're trying to, like in the future, if you fuck up your password, you get shocked. Okay, anyway, but back to the main thing. He gets the data, and then he says, we're going, and and then, like, Ice-T's like, we're going out, we're going out with a bang, low-tech style. Get your VCRs ready. Here's the cure to the black shakes. And it's like, wait, you you can score, store 300 and something gigs on a VCR? On a a videotape? (laughs) I guess he's hoping, like, everyone, like, takes turns, like, recording. Well, I think the 300 gigs is probably, like, all the research, but the cure was probably small. Probably just, like, uh, here's mineral, drink mineral water and some essential oils. (laughs) Essential oils. And so, they yeah, they they kill, like, Dolph Lundgren starts to try and crucify the chick, and then they just, like, the the dolphin uses that, that dish to microwave him a little bit, and then he gets, like, zapped. Shooting him with some sort of uh, microwave beam, some sort of electromagnetic pulse beam. Something. That lights a human being on fire. So, uh, and he, he finally, he, he like grabs two power cables and then he does a full on crucifixion. It looks great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then he, his body falls charred to the, to the ground. And don't forget the one before. fake out where they're all looking out over the city. And you can see Pharmacon immediately on fire. Yeah. That, that would just... That happened way too fast. They're like, oh yeah, we all. Did, saw did they have through. remotes? <laughs> it bomb, it's, like, it's like the yeah, it's like the ending of uh, of Equilibrium where the pre-planted bombs just go off. Well, yeah. Like, why not? There's bombs, you know. There's bombs all around uh, the White House right now. It's just waiting for like. <laughs> no, no, there's not. We're not. No. Mm-mm. Cut that out. What? We're. I'm gonna mute that. Yeah. Let's. Uh, <laughs> all right. Can I say that there's bombs? There's bombs How somewhere. How about we just not? Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> All right, well. It anyway, would be, you can It would be like You can see the guy's if hand. Someone had planted explosive devices in really strategic locations and then the world ended and they just went off. Because somebody took down a corporation. It's, it's literally like the end of equilibrium. That's the way you go. It's the end of equilibrium. Pre-planted bombs will already go off at the at the, uh, the prosium factories. Yeah. Boom. It's a fake universe. There. That's what happens there. Immediately burns. <laughs> and then, then like the the charred corpse of, of Dolph Lundgren starts to move, and you're like, what? 
no. And then, yeah, we're sitting there like, chunk, 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 chunk. and then it's like, oh, they're using a, a, a like a, a pulley system for some reason to lift his dead. Yeah, like he's they didn't want to touch him or yeah, he's too heavy or something. Yeah, so gross. Ugh. It's like, no, we have to lift him up with this pulley system. <laughs> right? and, uh, and that's giant mnemonic. And honestly, it's it's a fun movie. It's actually pretty, it's, it's a bit of a 90s classic, honestly. It is. I would recommend it. I would, too. Watch if only it. to make it's fun, fun of it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's stupid fun, honestly. Got cool 90s cyberpunk imagery. All Back right. when we thought that computers had the ability to rule everything and actually they do they do but not not in this way where you're like moving like you have to go to the <laughs> sectors of the internet and oh we forgot that chick had a grenade like just painted pink oh yeah that was a pink grenade that was so dumb so stupid that but was ridiculous. it was pink because girl and girl have ovary and pink things oh man so i think that that's good listen thank you for listening to the transmit podcast i'm spike i'm victor i'm samantha we'll see you next time <laughs>